Mother's Day is right around the corner. I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking kill him. Mother's Day is right around the corner. Give that special lady in your life something besides flowers. Give her something that she can use and your father can use. Go to adamneve.com. Adamneve.com has an extended range of pornography DVDs and flavored loop, amongst other things. Now, if your mother's into cherry flavored or wild berry flavored or, or, or maybe she's a BBW woman. I understand the W in BBW stands for woman. Maybe your mom's a big, beautiful woman. Maybe she likes the flavor of mayonnaise or Tabasco sauce. Who knows? I'm not her. You're not her. We're not her. AdamandEve.com has an extensive selection of lubes. Maybe you don't even have a mom. Maybe maybe you're a daddy-daddy situation. In your daddy-daddy situation, they'd like to have lubes that they can put on their peener and just scissor each other with with their erect penises and play tummy sticks and whoever comes first is the loser. I don't know how gay men have sex. Maybe you have a mommy-mommy situation. Maybe your second mommy likes to, you know, munch on something but your first mommy doesn't have a good tasting box and so you have to have flavored lube. I don't know. I'm not a part of their sexual interactions. However, I do know AdamandEve.com is gonna do the job. AdamandEve.com, you can get everything from flavored lubes to pornography to dildos to butt plugs to, to I don't know, uh, uh, those, 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 those weird fucking rubber asses that you couldn't have sex with. I don't know. AdamandEve.com, it's good for both Mother's Day and Father's Day. So go over to adamneve.com slash stupidlasers for uh, 0% off at checkout. And hey, you know what? If your mom's all natural and she likes an organic thing, go to Sherry's Berries or maybe Edible Arrangements or something like that. Uh, Maybe your mom doesn't like loop. Maybe you should like something a little bit more, you know, physical. adamandeve.com, Sherry's Berries and Edible Arrangements. Stupid lasers, promotion codes, things. I'm gonna go murder my roommate with a hammer. Welcome to volume 14. Sounded like a Japanese washing machine. You got me. That's what it was. (laughs) Just out here buying Japanese uh, appliances. I mean, listen, if they work, they work, man. Look, I I I don't fault you. I'd love to have one of those Japanese toilets that are like, oh, you big boy, you did a good job. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just need some encouragement every now and again. Why not have it when I'm uh, taking a poop? Okay. I mean, that's what you want in life. <laughs> where there's a will, where there's a will, there's a somebody selling it. So, And that's, that's my only hopes from this podcast is to uh, have a Japanese toilet manufacturer Give us a uh, promotional toilet that says, oh, you're a good boy. You can make this a thing. I'm just, every morning when I take a poop, I'm just going to say it to myself. Oh, you're a big boy. You did a good job. Thank you. That's what you want. I don't want anybody telling me anything after I take a shit. Look, you can't love anybody before you love yourself. What does that have to do with encouragement after I take a shit? (laughs) It's just, you know, boosting yourself up, hyping yourself up. Yeah, that's not the kind of, kind of encouragement I need, but all right. Well, it's better than going, look what you did. Look what you did, you dirty, dirty boy. 
where are you getting these ideas that somebody's shaming or congratulating you for shitting? Like, what is your relationship with shitting? Like, what is going on? <laughs> That's just something that everybody should do. You should wipe, stand up, look at it, and go, you know what? You did a good job. Then wash your hands, go about your day. I assume you flush at some point. No, you leave it for the next person so they can also admire how much of a uh, big boy and good job you did. That's assuming you live with someone else. Look, we both live with other people. What does that have to do with the idea? Once again, you also want them to admire what you did. Okay, but this idea doesn't translate to someone who lives alone. Who lives alone? Most people, they grow up living with their parents and siblings, and then they... They live in, uh, I don't know, in their college days, they live with roommates, and then they find somebody to be in a relationship with, and they move in with them. I don't think human beings are meant to to live alone. What's going on, Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just thought, uh, as I said, I'm kind of going through an emotion. I don't want to necessarily talk about it, but... What the uh, fuck? I don't think white people should have existed. I don't think we were meant to... To exist. Like, I think my ancestors were probably dickheads back in the tribes of Africa, banished to the north to die, and then we just survived. I think, uh, I think history says yes to this. Yeah. Wait, is it, is that the, is that the, the common theory? Yeah. Have non-whites known this for many years, and I just figured this out for myself? Or I just never read a history book? It's not really, it's not said in the history in that, in that sense, but that's the idea is that you start from one place and you sort of migrate it outward. Right. So, yes. To answer your question, yes. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> We've just been dickheads for all of history? No, well, I don't know about your, uh, giving them a, history, a yes. personality as being dickheads, but you know, somebody said it was too hot. So they like, can't, can we, is there any other place we can move? <laughs> I, I have a question, because this, this broke my mom's brain for a little bit. Is she okay now, though? <sighs> no, she had hemorrhages. Then um, I put a disc in there. Anywho. In her brain? So, That's how that works. All right. If you have, say, you have a piece of apparel to, to, uh, to protect you from the, to, to stop the rain from getting a on rain you. Coat? What would you, you call that? Okay. All right. You want to call that a parka? That's, you could. Now, in your, like, do you, when you hear parka, do you assume the disposable raincoats? Um, not necessarily. I mean... Is parka just the ones, like, it has a neck hole and a hood, and it, you just wear it like it's one of those, like, uh, those Mexican thing. <laughs> we don't talk about, it's like, it's like that, uh, uh, mm, mm, mm. Like, it's, it's essentially, like, what are those things called? It's kind of like a, a Mexican rug with a hole for your head, and you wear that. You know what I'm saying? What are those things called? I think if you just type all those words in, Google will give it to you. Mexican rug shirt. I see a parka is a specific thing, though, allegedly. Let's see, parka. No, this just looks like a raincoat, man. It has sleeves and everything. It's a type of coat with a hood, often lined with fur. Oh, uh, okay. It's a specific type of coat. All right, so a raincoat is a raincoat, and a parka is a raincoat with fur line. Sure. Here we go. Raincoat. Waterproof or water-resistant garment. There you go. Mm-hmm. A parka is not that. Okay. Well, I guess my mom's right then. Damn. Crazy. 
Oh, that's what I was supposed to send her a picture of. At least not about the band, the raincoats. I don't know what the fuck people do for their free time, but the idea being that's when it just hits you that moment of, oh shit, I should have did this. Okay, well, maybe next time I'll deal with that this way, as opposed mm-hmm. to scheduling out four times a week visits with your mental health provider and them telling you the exact same thing. Who's going to therapy four times a week? I don't know. People who have the money. That's a lot of fucking therapy. People who have the money and time to dedicate to this kind of thing. And this is coming from somebody who watched recently, like within the last 20 weeks of uh, just mental health shows. And I'm like, I get what they're getting at here. I understand the point of the therapist is to help people who can't help themselves. Real quick, the therapist sounds like a CBS show and somehow he's like also like a criminal investigator mm. the therapist and he goes around with like a little pistol I don't know why I'm doing that the audience can't see me I gotta say it was pretty good like I could nail an action show I held that pistol pretty good hey um how do they know what planets are made of I was watching this video before we got on and they're like oh Neptune is that made of nickel and iron and cellulite. Hey, you want me to get um Neil deGrasse Tyson on the phone? I mean, if you could. All right, give me a second. Is that picking up? Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. I think uh, I think he changed the number, so I don't have the new one. You know what? I'll just I'll call the uh, Hayden Planetarium and they can patch me through. Well, there you go. You c- they can connect me. You can either do that or whatever the show is, podcast or whatever. I don't know. Star Talk. There we go. Never listened. Me neither. But you know. Also, how do they know how much planets weigh? Oh my God, what are these space things for? I don't know, my man. I have no clever anything to bounce off of with this topic idea. You're giving me wild questions, and I'm just like, there's legit answers for these. I don't know. I can't even bullshit my way out of these. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had some questions. Don't be sorry for the questions. Be sorry that I'm a shitty improviser, that I can't give you bullshit answers. It's fine. It's fine. That I'm sorry for. Galactic scale. What? Is it a giant galactic scale? Oh, that's how they know how much they weigh? Maybe. Like they weigh fruits and shit? Yeah. So they're moving the planets in order to weigh them? Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure the scale can move on its own. It's one of those ones that has like wheels on it and shit. So you move the scale, that way you don't move the planets out of their gravitational alignment? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes, it no, makes sense, right? That makes Otherwise, no sense. Otherwise, all of us on Earth would die. That makes no sense. Not at all. Well, I can understand... Knowing the weight of the Earth, like we can calculate that, mm-hmm. but we don't even know. We're just guessing of what these other planets are made of. Does that bother you that we're guessing? Yeah, it's not science. Can't be science if you're guessing. All science is is guessing. Yeah, but you can't test the theory unless you go down to fucking uh, uh, Neptune and you're like, all right, now we're going to drill. We're going to see what this core is made of. We're assuming the core is made of this. We're assuming this is what its mantle is. What is... I'm sorry, what is your issue, though? That's all science is, is guessing until you get verification. You can't verify, so you, you hypothesize. Like, what is your dish, What is your fucking issue right now? <laughs> but you can... In science, you can test theories. You can test it to make sure... All right, yeah. 
that's why you can you can you can weigh the earth because like all right it's this many miles the 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 mantle is this thick the crust is this thick this is what it's made of it's approximately i don't know at least six pounds Mm -hmm. can't do that with other planets because we've never been there except mars well we haven't but robots have yeah man that's crazy we gotta work on it as a society i guess accurately weighing these planets i don't know how that helps your life but okay it's just i want to know again i don't know i don't want to do it i don't know how that helps you doesn't so why do you want to know it i don't i don't know peace of mind what peace of mind will it give you to know the accurate weight of pluto i'm sorry neptune well i said neptune relax because then i can go to sleep knowing like hey at least we did that as as a society we've accurately weighed the planets May you get to that peace of mind one day. I hope so. So that you can stop fucking thinking about it. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson's going to be like, we know the weights of the planets. All right. Well, let's see your work, Neil. I mean, I'm pretty sure you just ask Bill and I. Pretty sure he can get there as well. That motherfucker doesn't even have a doctorate. So? He's got a couple master's degrees. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Degrees don't mean much. It just means you did the work to finish the thing. Or it shows uh, your, your commitment abilities. What did I just say? <laughs> that it just shows that you finished a thing. Right. So however you want to reword this, like, that's exactly what I just said. Look, Bill Nye not having a doctorate is... But having, like, 20 years of TV experience is pretty I, fucking good. I, all right, that doesn't qualify you to be a scientist. I hear I hear smart person, only has a master's degree. I hear college dropout. When I was living in Ohio, I was lined up to have this uh, management position at my company. Like, hey, once once we upscale, you know, you're gonna be gonna be the uh, supervising the people around here. I go, uh huh, get what you're saying. I'm gonna continue to work hard. And then their bosses were like, no, he's too young. So I had to train my new boss. Mm. Then anytime something went wrong, he'd come to me, Kevin. How do I fix this? I don't know. Give me a quarter of your salary, man. Mm. He's a lovely man named Kim. He's like, oh, my dad. You know, he, uh, he named me after, cause he was in the Korean War, and that was, that was the little kid that hung around the, uh, the troop in the village and helped him out. I was like, your dad just named you after his underage Vietnamese fucking boy that he had sex with. That's a theory. I'm not very good at recognizing bands that I know. I'm like, oh, hey, I really like these guys. Oh, what's their... Like, that's why I hate all these fucking... Oh, well, what do you know about the band? Name three songs. And it's like, I can name... All right, well, what's their lead singer's name? I don't fucking know. I don't jerk off the fucking Wikipedia. Well, to be fair, you don't really jerk off the much these days, so... That's true. My dick doesn't get hard unless there's love involved. Said no one ever. <laughs> so I started following this uh, Instagram page. I think it's like... I'm from Cleveland or the Northeast or something like that. And Cleveland or the Northeast? Uh, it's I'm from Cleveland or some shit like that. And so they're going around. They were, you know, like going up to people from Ohio versus people just visiting. And they were like, hey, how do you pronounce this word? Mm-hmm. And so I just sent that to you. How would you pronounce that? It's in the chat on here. The word mentor? See, <laughs> that's a town. That's a that's a part of the Cleveland area. We uh we pronounce it Menor. Interesting. All right. Yeah, I never even thought about it until I saw that thing. I was like, yeah, I know Mentor, but it's not the same as Menor. 
a, a guy mentored in manner but loved Mentos. Guy who loved. No, here we go. It's a book title. A mentor from Mentor went to Minnesota. Yikes. The book title for this would be The Many Mentors of Mentor. <laughs> That's good. It's a it's a book I'd look at, but I won't read. Because who gives a fuck about Mentor or mentors? I mean, it's it's always good to have a mentor. Maybe if you didn't have parents or your parents were shitty, but, you know. The Minotaur, Minotaur for Mentor? Minotaur Mentors. The many mentors of Menor who were also into Menotars. Oh, here's another good one. Now, this is a word that you've certainly heard. Cuyahoga. There you go. Very familiar with Native American language. Well, it was also in the movie Tommy Boy. Yes, because I often mention Tommy Boy when we talk. I mean, buddy, <laughs> I can't go a recording without you mentioning it. Thankfully, you edited out every single time. Because holy shit, I, boy, do I talk about that movie every chance I get. And the four times that I've seen it. Was it a 30-year-old movie at this point? Look, it, it just stuck with you. You're like, there's something about not only Chris Farley and David Spade, but you got Rob Lowe and Bo Derek. Oh, my God. Didn't even know they were. Dan Aykroyd. Didn't even know they were in the movie. But Fat Guy in Little Coat is a classic. What uh, what mental health shows are you watching? Like The uh, the Mentalist? It's not a mental health show. Literally has mental in the, in the title. Psych. It's not a mental health show. It's short for psychology, is it not? The show on Apple TV, the one with uh, Jason Siegel. Oh, the one with Jason Siegel? Yeah. I've been really wanting to watch that. How is that? Pretty good. I see it's got uh, Bill Lawrence's wife in there. Yeah, she will find her way into anything, uh, any of his projects. I think she's even in the new season of Clone High. I'm like, God damn it. Like, at least she's, I don't know. I mean, it's not that it's a bad thing. She's a good comedic actress. She services the material. She doesn't suck. Yeah. It's not like a, a Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon Zombie situation. You've probably never seen any of his movies. And that's okay. You're not into that stuff. Nope. I like good movies. Um, another thing I was watching. Oh, I just finished the show Beef over on Netflix. Oh, it's a show? I thought it was a movie. Every time somebody talked about it for the last, what, two weeks, they were like, it's a show. I was like, I was less interested when I heard it was a show. And I was like, oh, this would make a great movie. Now, having seen the show, I understand why they made it a show. It's good. It's fine. The story that they tell can't be told in one movie. A lot happens in this show. All right. But that show also deals with the idea of the root of one's problems. Like, why are you this angry? Like, what's going on in your life that you're this angry? And I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. I do like that in the show, spoiler alert, in the show, Ali Wong's character deals with uh, infidelity. And at a certain point, they have flashback to... uh, both characters, like their early, early years, like they're younger. Mm-hmm. And she discovers something about her, her father, or she remembers it about her father. And, you know, fast forward, I don't know, 25 years, 30 years. And she tries to tell the mom and the mom's like, why the fuck are you telling me this? Like, what are you telling me now? Like, what is this for? Ooh, okay. And I was like, that is what I'm talking about. I love it because it's like, what the fuck does this help now? No. What does this help now? What are you doing this for? Like, why does this help you? By telling me this, you're telling me something that happened that you think I'm going to help. That's going to help me 40 years later. This isn't about me. This is about you. You want to tell me something because you think this will help you figure out your issues. You're not doing this for me. Or rather, that's how I read the situation or the scene. I'm starting to think you're more of a psychopath than I am because you're like, I'm not a psychopath because you're, you're, you're taking the side of somebody that's like, 
oh, this person came to me because they recently found this shit out or recognized mm-hmm. this shit that happened in their life and they want to talk about it and they need somebody to be nope. there for them. And you're like, I don't care. That's not what's happening, though. That shit was 30 years ago. That's not what's happening, though. Again, that's, again, how I'm reading this scene. That's not what's happening. What's happening is Ali Wong's character is going, oh, this is, this might be, or at least the way the show is presenting the sequences is, oh, the reason she's like this now is because she saw her father do the same thing. Uh, she witnessed her father doing this. So I'm like, you're taking one instance from 1988 and fast forwarding 30 years and going, oh, well, she, she did it just like her father did it. I'm like, what the fuck? You're telling me for 30 years happened and that was the one thing? That's the one thing. I'm going to assume that, like, in a show, you have the one flashback is an indication that, oh, my father was like this my entire life, so I am like this because I learned that behavior from him. Not just because of one time. They're showing the one time to show the audience, hey, this is, this is how it is. At a certain point, you decide to keep doing something, though. Yeah, but you don't, you don't realize that you're doing it. Like, at a certain point, I realize that I make jokes in very awkward situations in inappropriate times because that is a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. Now, I can flash back to early childhood years and be like, oh, this was instance where I learned that behavior from somebody Mm -hmm. because I don't want to deal with that situation. So I'm going to make jokes. But it wasn't until in my 20s that I was like, oh, I avoid awkward situations by making jokes. Okay. So would you then blame that original situation for what you're currently doing? No, I would say that's how I learned the behavior. But I learned it not in just one particular situation, but as a starting off point and being around something like that. It's all learned. Everything we have is learned behavior. You're absolutely right. It's just recognizing it. At some point in your life, you're like, oh, this is this is why I am the way that I am, because I learned it. And then processing that information. Oh, I was brought up this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned this behavior from my father or from my mother. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? You picking up what I'm dropping? <laughs> These are her truths, and you can have your truths. This is why nobody should ever read anyone's journal. If you could read anybody's journal, whose journal would it be? Uh, no one. I just said... I. Just said it (laughs) seconds ago. You're not interested to get a better look at uh, anybody else's life? No. And Frank, I don't give a fuck Mm. whose journal. Like, no, I don't want to read any of these shits. I don't know. I'd kind of be interested in reading Ava Braun's journal. Just be like, "Mm, Adolf, he's he's getting a little out there. What was her last entry, though? (laughs) Adolf made this delicious tea for me. (laughs) You think she wrote that before she drank it? Oh, well, she took a sip and she's like, oh, this is so good. I gotta write it in my diary. So at the end, it's just a, a smudge line. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's how she went out, right? He poisoned her. I don't know. The death of, uh, what is he considered? A tyrant? A monarch? Not a monarch. A terrorist? He's a dictator. There we go. Terrorist. I don't, I don't think, yeah. Well, most, most dictators are terrorists. How come she's like the most famous significant other of, fascist leader like that like nobody talks about stalin's wife or uh mussolini's wife i don't know i don't even know if they had wives well i guess that answers your question huh? i suppose so oh it doesn't because i said why don't we talk about other people's significant others let's see uh ralph mussolini 
See, man, that's that's what I'm. T- Hold on, does he have a? Did have a spouse? Ugh. You know what? We're gonna stop looking up uh, dictators' wives. Dead dictators' wife? Yeah, no. Stalin's wife was busted. Okay. Yeah. Way to judge. I think I'm allowed to. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Are you telling me not not to judge Joseph Stalin and his choices in women? I'm saying you can judge whatever the fuck you, you want. You are a fascist dictator of the biggest country in the world. You could have picked literally anybody, and you chose her? Am I supposed to respond to this? Because I'm not sure. Stalin. I'm not, I'm not Joseph Stalin. I mean, Stalin. This, is, this is a conversation. <laughs> That's how conversations work. I say some wild shit, you're supposed to respond to it. Emotions. They're for the fucking birds, man. I swear to God. Birds don't have emotions. You know, I was thinking about that. You're always thinking about birds. You're obsessed with them. Not just birds. Oh, animals? Okay. Yeah, animals in general. Like mammals. We know all mammals have emotions. But do birds? Do fish? Do reptiles? Amphibians? According to Pixar, they do. Are they just... I need to... Eat to survive and procreate. According to Pixar, they have emotions. So, you know. Also, according to Pixar, robots have emotions. Well, if uh, if these scientists keep moving, they will. But are they real emotions? What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. Uh, non-programming? Isn't that what nature is? Programming? First of all, I understand that we're just tubes of meat with electricity running through us. I get it. Like, oh, you're just a meat computer. Okay. All right. Let me, let me think about, okay. Only biological, uh, bodies have feelings. That's what we would call feelings. If somebody encased in metal has emotions, Nope, that's programming. First of all, you said somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That includes cyborgs. That includes uh, amputees with robotic arms. They're not in metal. That's on them. Well, amputees and paraplegics, yeah. People with pacemakers. That's a computer controlling your tiny little heart. As opposed to your brain doing it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you see? People with pacemakers don't deserve rights. Sure. I don't know why that matters to you, but okay. Do you have a pacemaker? No. Why are you offended? I'm not offended. I'm just trying to figure out why this is an issue for you. No, I have an issue with robots having feelings. Why? Because with... All right, let's break it down this way. Yes, let's get to it. If AI starts to program itself to have real emotions, then that means that AI also is better equipped to know how to deal with those emotions. And here I am, Mr. Electric Meat Sack, and I can't deal with my emotions. I don't know how to process uh, 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 negativity. You do. You just don't want to. Yeah, but then I gotta get an electric meat sack what? outside of me to tell me what my fucking problems are, and I don't have that two hundred dollars a session to do. Do it. Is your favorite band? Never heard of them till today. So you're not you're not gonna give me a. Uh, I don't have any case. any context for this band. I'm sorry. They only released four albums, and it was all before '94. Like, what do you want from me, man? Look, I mean, look, four albums. That's a that's a good career. <sighs> okay, listen, fine. If you're gonna fucking force me to do this, do it. The raincoats. Look me in the eyes when you do it. Fucking apples. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's gotten to the point where Apple Music's like, 
Uh, do you, do you mean raincoats and shopping? All right. Uh, fucking Google it then. The raincoats best song. Let's, here we go. What do we got? Or oh, they gave me the full album of the raincoats. Oh, don't be mean is their hit song. It's a good positive message. <laughs> I'm trying to step away from the sound. You can go ahead and stop it. You didn't even get to the. Stop it. You didn't even get to the good stuff. I don't need yet. to. Uh, apparently, experimental means hey, none of us are going to be in time with each other. You telling me that wasn't in time? It had its own groove. Relax. I'm surprised they made four albums. Why? It doesn't take much to make an album. You just got to do it. Well, back in the day, it took money to create an album, especially in '77. All right, here we go. Animal Rhapsody. Okay, it's getting there. It's not. It's getting there. Like, this gives me the feeling of listening to four different songs at once. Nah, it probably sounds even better in the headphones. Favorite. (laughs) Go ahead and listen to that later. Okay. Copy link. Okay. Um... (laughs) Share it to the uh, Stupid Laser Spotify account. Nah, nobody cares about that. This is the playlist for the episode. <laughs> it's going to be just that song on loop, Animal Rhapsody. Oh. Well, I mean, I have the rest of my day, so there you go. That's <laughs> going through the Raincoats catalog. You're such a sadist. Or is it masochist that like hard? You like the pain. That's a masochist. <laughs> like, if I were an investor in this podcast, mm-hmm. it'd be like, it's not worth it. Look, I saw a picture of uh, Joanna Angel. She was standing next to Rocky Emerson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Emerson's insanely tall. Yeah, she's like six something. Yeah. Joanna Angel's like 4'11". Yeah. All right. It was a decent scene. I'm sorry, what? The scene of Joanna Angel and Rocky Emerson. I have not seen that. Go ahead and uh, send me the link. If there's one thing I do on a weekly basis is check out uh, Rocky Emerson's content. Because it's like looking at alien porn. It's insane. What? Now, why would you describe it as alien porn? Is it because it's a, she's a white woman? No, it's because she looks, she has the proportions of an alien. Yeah, she's, she's mostly torso. It's insane. Yeah, that, it's a, I was like, oh, Rocky Emerson. All right, cool. Tattoos. Like it. All right. Wait, what? Why does your... And I'm not shaving her in any... I'm not. It's not my intent. Why does your body look like that? Like your everything's just a little. She's proportioned, but just stretched. Like she's a literal stretched human. <laughs> like somebody took a regular. Somebody took a regular person and said, "Hey, what if we just elongated the arms a little bit and the torso and the femur? <laughs> like just elongate everything just a little more than it should be." I mean, it works well for her rock climbing. I'm like you're you're getting up there in like three grabs, whereas your boyfriend's taking like fifteen. 
So I'm like, good for both. Oh, the, you you follow her on on social media, on OnlyFans and on Instagram. OnlyFans. So I'm like, these are these are these are funny. Like these are these are highly entertaining to watch. <laughs> what was the last thing you're like that you left the theater and you're like, fuck, that was really good. Um, that you turned like you stopped what like it was over and you're like. Jesus, man, that was a, that was a, that was really, and you, you just thought about it and you're like, that was really good. It's stuck in your brain. The first, I see the first four episodes of Beef are fucking fantastic. Like what they're doing in this show, you're like, right. Holy shit. But as a whole, you say the show is fine. Because it's very difficult for a show or a movie or anything to end as well as it starts, if it starts great. So like if a show starts, kind of okay or something starts uh, it was a pretty slow start but it ramped up in the middle ended beautifully like that's to be to me that's the perfect scenario because it didn't come out the gate guns blazing like holy shit we're here we're great boom let's keep it moving and then it ends like oh okay they kind of they did all right with the ending like that to me that's the worst way to end a movie so or anything you want something that ebbs and flows because you're like oh this was good then it was kind of bad you want it to go up and down so that way you don't you don't have expect. You don't want it to plateau. You need you need your entertainment to go up and down. I don't need it to. You'd like it to. You asked the question: Was the last thing I watched? Having watched it, going that was a really good something. And that would be Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. The story that they told there was an amazing story about grief that I've mm-hmm. never seen done at a two hundred million dollar budget. Like holy shit! You shouldn't have yeah. been able to do that. That's a pretty amazing uh, story you told there. Well, that's why I love the Black Panther movies is because they're, they're hitting on things that are like, like the movie's not even about good guys, bad guys or anything else like that. The movies are about emotion and dealing with shit. And, uh, uh, fucking what's his name? Um, Ryan Coogler. He's, he's fantastic. At it. I don't think that he wrote it, right? Did he write it? He helped write it. But yeah, he does, uh, I mean, just those two movies, like he, I don't see them as superhero movies. Unless you get to the fight scene at the end of the first Black Panther, then it's like, all right, stretch Armstrong, cool your jets. The show The Bear, I saw that over on Hulu. Oh, that's the um, Chicago guy. Chicago chef show, yes. Well, I say the Chicago guy because he's there. Uh, He was also in Shameless, which is also in Chicago. It's like, all right, so you only do your acting in Chicago. I get it. Good for you, weird looking guy. Judgmental. Um, that's a show that deals with anxiety, which I was like, interesting. Okay. But it deals with anxiety and it deals with family. I was like, okay, these are all things that I'm not super in tune with. So this is an interesting look at it on this or the prism of, uh, struggling small town restaurant. I was like, awesome. Did you just call Chicago a small town? Though the neighborhood they're in, I say that a neighborhood restaurant. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, I don't know. I was really impressed by the show Fleischman is in trouble. I think that's the name of the show over on Hulu as well. I just like the way that story was told. Don't know anything about it. I'm a big fan of stories that, uh, tell, that give you perspective. So the way that story is told is, is told through one character's point of view throughout 98% of it. Then at the last second or last episode, they sort of, give you the perspective of one other character yeah. and i was like yeah i don't know when you said that i was thinking of uh after party where each episode was based on the point of view of i saw that as well each of the characters i saw that as well and i was like it was okay i didn't love it it was, right. it was i saw what they were trying to do i never finished it it but was it was a solid uh 
I can see why they're not in a rush to do a season two of that show. Like, okay, I get it. I don't know. Like everything that's come out, I just haven't watched. I have such a like my attention span is shit. Clearly, I can barely I can barely hold a ten minute YouTube video anymore, unless I'm going into it knowing I'm going to shit on it. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's weird. Like I wanted to see uh, Poker Face because I loved Natasha Leone, but haven't watched a single. Haven't even seen a trailer for it. I'd say the first five episodes are... Uh, the first... They're fine. No, it's not even that. It's the problem I have with watching any sort of detective show is you get burned out. Yeah, because Poker Phase, that's more of like... um, What are they? um, Like a serial thing where it's like they're not... Con- is that what it's called? I should know this. Where it's not like a series arc. It's like you can you don't have to watch these episodes. There, There is a through point. They don't necessarily connect all the way through. But there is a story arc for her character. Um, once I got to the Nick Nolte episode, I was like, why is Nick Nolte in this show? Why not? I got distracted by Nick Nolte. I was like, look, Nick Nolte needs to be in more things. I think there's two more episodes after that, and then I'll be done with that show. It's a good show. I like it. I don't know. I really liked, um, um, uh, I still haven't finished it, but then I'll finish anything. Kunk is very good. The, uh, <laughs> British Travel Lady show. I went on a good week week and a half binge of all that content and it's absolutely fantastically absurd Mm -hmm. i saw a couple of interviews with the actress and apparently they are told the people that she's interviewing they are told that what's going to happen and to play it as straight as you can they don't know what the questions are going to be but they're told right she will ask like answer the they tell them how to answer the questions like look she's gonna ask you some wild shit but answer it as sincere as you can, as if you're explaining it to a, you know, toddler or something like that. I was like, okay. So they're not blindsided by these questions. Or just like, thank God, because that would be cruel. But uh, <laughs> the, they're, 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 it's quite entertaining. Uh, it makes me, it, gig, it makes me giggle that you consider it like Daily Show does shit like that too. But I don't think that they, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But you're like, no, it's downright cruel to do this to people <laughs> because the i i get i'm i get i my taste change as do a lot of people's like abrasive doesn't mean funny to me anymore right because i look at it on the scale of you're taking people away from their job and these are people who are very passionate about their job and you're making fun of that job well i mean i no no, no. the producers the show in general it's not it's not poking fun at the profession or the history or anything else like that. It's not it's not punching down on that topic because all of British humor is just like, oh, the jokes are the fact that she's an idiot. It's self-deprecation. To a point. For the most part it is. Yeah. Um I did see it. You know what I I am fully excited for the Marvels. Uh, I saw that trailer. It looks like a fun romp. I adore the character of Kamala Khan because she plays that character so well. Like when she got freaked out by the cat and screamed, it was, of course, that's how she's going to react. Of course, she got excited seeing Nick Fury. I agree. It looked serviceable to the story that I don't know of. I haven't been to the movies at all this year. The last movie I saw in theaters was Jurassic World. I am reluctantly going to go see Guardians when that comes out. Why reluctant? Because I almost feel obligated to watch movies in the theater. It depends on what's happening that weekend. I don't know, but I don't know if I have something any if I have anything remotely more interesting or pertinent to do, I'll do it rather than mm-hmm. go to the movies. 
What was the last Marvel movie to be released? Quantumania. Didn't see it. I'm more interested in the the lore that they're telling in these movies than the actual movie. Like, I tried watching Infinity War. I, I didn't try. I watched it. But I was like, I like the story here more than the storytelling. Yeah. People keep complaining about the Mandalorian. Ah, they're not doing enough to tell this story, or they're not telling the story that I wanted them to tell. And then when they do get a resolution in the following episode, they go, ah, that wasn't enough. They should have had this episode four episodes ago. And I'm like, guys, if you review the show as a whole piece of thing and then see where the episodes fit in context with that, with the entire series arc or the season arc, things would make a little more sense. I'm not saying they're going to be perfectly plotted out, but it'll make more sense. Well, that's why I don't watch things this fucking Star Wars Day or whatever, Daisy Ridley came out and she's like, oh, I'm reprising Ray Skywalker. And then all the fans were like, boo! Well, on the internet. It's like, God, shut the fuck. You don't even, you don't have any context of what this movie's going to be. Just let it fucking happen and then judge it. I'm more excited for Star Wars Visions Volume 2. Are you telling me that there's a crossover between Star Wars and Vision from Marvel? Don Cheadle is in the narration for the trailer, so I don't know, maybe. I don't know what Star Wars Visions is. Their animated wing. Oh, so you got the Bad Batch in there, Clone Wars. Their their anime wing. Um, Oh, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. I saw some of the episodes. That was pretty good. It was like the uh, the samurai that comes into town. The first one, he's like, All right, so I I watched the first one. They uh, have a, the second trailer came out, or the second season trailer came out, and there's some claymation in this one. I'm just excited for non, uh, what's the word, non uh, Skywalker stories. Like, holy shit. Yeah. These fuckers weren't that interesting to begin with. Like, I don't know if, if these animators are under contract to certain services. Like, it'd be dope to have some of the animators from... Love, Death, and Robots do, like, a Star Wars thing over there on their thing. These are great fucking, a- these are award-winning animators. Uh, they probably- Also uh, didn't finish season two of Love, Death, and Robots. Pretty sure there's a third volume. Yeah, uh, didn't get through. Once again, it's not that it's bad, it's just that I have a terrible attention span nowadays. Yeah, they announced season four last season, or last year. So. <sighs> yeah, that's not good. My mental health dwindling? Probably, but who cares? I mean, other than you, of course. I mean, if it is, I don't think I'll have the mental capacity to care about it. There you go. I'll just go, oh, what's that? Oh, there's a there's a butterfly. Fantastic. Not that your mental health is dwindling. You're just finding less shit to care about that you kind of, in theory, want to care about. Yeah. It's not a problem. You're just finding other shit to do. That's part of growing up, Kevin. <sighs> Way to sound like my dad. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to grow up or somebody's got to tell me. According to you, people need to be told what to do, apparently. Yes, I want somebody to have their... I just want people to be oppressed. That's what I want. You are in the right country for it. Use your big boy words instead of going, because. It's it's no different than what, what I just went through with you merely minutes ago, which is, why are you thinking about this? Like, why do you care enough about planets and their accurate weights that is taking up any i don't even give a shit about planets like why is this this abstract thought matter in your brain at all it shouldn't matter but it's the way that my brain works where it's like okay i want to know how much how much venus weighs 
okay, I can do that. I can Google that. It'll tell me. But then it pops in my head, well, how do they accurately know? Like, they've never been there. They can't, they don't have core samples. They don't have atmospheric samples. They don't, they don't actually know. And then that bothers me at six But you could have Googled, how do they weigh, how do they weigh planets? Like, you could have Googled that. Thank you. Just to satiate that idea, that just that mental long. How long it takes an object to orbit the planet and how far away those objects are from the planet. Buddy, out of everything I know about weighing things, that's not how you weigh shit. The gravitational pull? I can tell you how big something is. That's size, not weight. But from size, you can, again, you're still guesstimating here. See, that just confuses me more because everything I know about how things are weighed and they're going to do it this way? But they're only doing it this way because they can't get core samples. But they can witness the behavior of something around something. So they can go, okay, looking at how that's operating, we can give you an idea. Oh, shit, this is the size of Jupiter based on our size, based on how much we know of the sun. Like, if you have more than two pieces of data, you can get to the third piece of data. Right. So I was I was watching this video of uh, of Neptune. That's what the video was about. And decent producers. I love their, their their earlier work. It's pretty good. I'm not super into their current material. But, you know, they're the Neptunes. They've been around for 30 years, damn near. So, you know, what do you want? Weren't you just going on about how you don't like to interject when somebody's saying stuff because you don't want to take the wind out of their sails? If that takes the wind out of your sails, then you're not doing a good job. <laughs> if that, if that gets, so long as this gets Kevin off the topic of fucking Neptune. That's kind of what I'm getting to. <laughs> <laughs> like move the fuck on Alright Look I tried to talk about planets And you're like I don't fucking care It was Again I'm trying to make I try to talk about these Hawaiian night marchers And you're like I do not care I'm trying to tell you I'm not good at this Like I don't care Like <laughs> maybe after a year of me going Haha that's funny I, maybe you're trying to get it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I just want to edit the audio of the thing. Like, just let me do that. <laughs> like, I think my brain always wants to do something different. So after about a year of doing these, I'm like, you still just want to do the regular shit? Like, you still okay with just doing that? And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'll do it because you want to do it, but I... I love doing it. People like the podcast, man. Do they? I'm going to ask my... Uh... My music buddy, Tom, if he knows who the raincoats are. And he'd be like, yeah, that's some real fucking rock nerd shit. Why do you know about the raincoats? Demetrius found it on fucking Apple. <laughs> no, we were talking about parkas. And uh, he Googled raincoats. Parkas versus raincoats. What do you want? And then Tom's going to be like, oh, parkas is definitely a better band. What? <laughs> Listen, if, if your discussion with your mom about parkas versus raincoats turns into a discussion with your music buddy, about parkas versus raincoats the bands i think it'll be great all right so there's this band their name is fair to midland and midland is a town in texas anywho so my grandma one day when she was alive good lord uh she was like i was like oh how you doing grandma and she's like i'm fair to midland and i was like what the fuck does that mean and i was talking to my boss at work i was like I don't know what fair mandolin means. And he's like, I don't, it's kind of like, oh, I'm kind of, you know. And so I Googled it and that band came up. So I found one of the greatest bands I've ever listened to. I found them all because my grandma said, I'm doing fair to Midlin. There you go. And now you can find another band with another matriarch. The Raincoats. With your, fa- with your family. Listen, conversations with matriarchs uh, leading to band, leading to band names 
or to leading to banned fines. It sounds like a great detective series. I'd I'd watch it. You're just an A and R guy looking for new bands, and the only way you find them is by googling shit that your mom says. By just talking to his mom. That's all he does. Yeah. Hey, mom, how's it going? Or just talking to women in general. Older women, though. It's got to be older women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no. That's it. That's it. <laughs> It's a stupid concept that I'd watch it. Yeah, certainly. I'm already the trailer. How, like, how good's the trailer first? What would what would the name of this show be? Um, is it a scripted show? Is it a reality show? No, it's not a reality show. Is it somebody going around with a microphone, going, "Hey, can you give me a weird thing no, that I can no, look it's up?" Not on a reality Google? show. It's a it's a scripted show. And in all versions of scripted television these days, it'll be the it'll ha- it'll deal with the loss of his. Of his matriarch, either his grandmother or his mother or some shit. Because, you know, every show has to deal with loss of some sort, either a loss of relationship, loss of mental acuity, loss of something. Um, what would be the name of this show? Uh, the working script is Conversations with Mother. Yeah, but that doesn't give you a description of finding bands based on No, it's on not, that. but that's the working script. That's the working, that's, that's how I sold it. I sold it as Conversations with Mother. Then it turned into the A and R. It's band name. Who discovers bands based on conversations with mm-hmm. his mom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or with a maternal figure? There we go. Speaking of, I did finally come up with a name for the stupid show. Is that what we're calling everything under the stupid lasers banner? A stupid show? Well, no. I mean, we can't have multiple versions of stupid you can't show. Have a bunch of stupid shows. So stupid lasers? Are, we, are you kidding me? You don't. You don't know what kind of show you're getting when you when you listen to stupid show. Uh, it might be Kevin's bullshit. It might be this. It might be Demetrius's bullshit. I don't know. We Listen, just throw it under. What show are they going to give us next? I don't know. We'll exactly. Find out. Honestly, that's that's a good name for a show. Stupid Lasers presents what stupid shows next. <laughs> that's good. That's going to be our uh, our trailer breakdown review podcast. Damn. Okay, I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we we find brilliance and idiocracy. Uh, is that the tagline for Stupid Lasers presents? Because I, I love it. <laughs> I mean, every good idea we've ever had has come from it, so. Why buck the trend now? Burger 